Greetings, everybody. This is Slow Boy here with the Dirty Hurts Podcast. Real quick, we just wanted to get it out of the way. You guys have already done this much by listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on the Apple uh, Podcast app and Spotify. Go over to our Instagram. Check that out. Give that a follow, too. Leave some comments. You know, Say what you guys want to, want to say to us. We'd like to get a discussion going. Um, give us a five-star review. That always helps us out. Um, if you're going to give us a one-star and just quit listening but you know we're, we're gonna get on with things so thank you guys and let's go oh yeah man so glad tail's not here for this episode jesus christ that guy Sometimes I just hope he. I just want him to stay on vacation forever. I know. I mean, we'll go visit him. Not because yeah. we want to see him, just because we right. want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, right? just yeah, just because. Oh shit, it's recording. Hey, oh, <clears throat> what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Dirty Hurts Podcast. Hey, I'm your host. How's it going? Uh, I'm your host, Slow Boy. Yeah. Um. And I'm high fives. <laughs> For he almost forgot his own name. Yeah, uh, we were just talking about how much we miss Teo. Yeah, right we now. miss him so much. God. It's God. not going to be the same tonight without him. Yes, he's and one of the you know we need a guy like that. Yeah, on for the sure. pod, and he's always killing it. Yep, we are happy he gets this vacation. Yes, well deserved, well needed, well deserved. Yeah, that man, I swear to God, I think he's. Always out on vacation. That's not even vacation for him anymore. I think him coming home is vacation, and then when he's <laughs> gone, that's actually him being out living his actual life. Yeah, and there are all kinds of like crazy folklore in Hawaii. Like, there's a lot of different. Like, I know one of the things is you can't bring sand back from there. It's supposed to be cursed. Oh God. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I, what are the? I mean, the Hawaiians. Do they have a name like Native Hawaiians? I natives. Yeah, I don't know. Um I'm sure there, there's some kind of there's a lot of like spirit kind of stuff, you know, like different like spiritual grounds or burial grounds and stuff. I know. There's some cool culture there. For yeah. Sure. That's so definitely a excuse me, that's definitely a place I want to go visit. I haven't been there yet. For sure. I just hear it's so pricey. Is it? Mm-hmm. So expensive. Damn. But I mean, I'm sure it just depends on where you go. True. You know, the people I was talking to probably were staying at resorts where, you know, my parents just got back from Costa Rica. Dude. And, uh, How's that for they, them? They liked it a lot, but, you know, they they did a different way. I would have went. I, I would have tried to go out and be, like, in the city. Maybe Airbnb, like, in the city or, yeah. like, you know, yeah. where I get to experience the culture more. And things are a lot cheaper that way. You know, my dad said when they actually were out doing that stuff, they paid, you got like lobster, steaks, ribs, a bunch of drinks, you know, for four people, and it was under 100 bucks. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, but when they're at the resort, $20 a drink kind of shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So it could be like that in Hawaii. I don't know. We'll have to find out from him. Yeah, I'm sure. I think uh, it looked like he was out there with, with family, not just his bae. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm sure, you know, they're probably helping out with some dinners here and there. Yeah, hopefully. But, but I don't know. I you know it was it's a good send off for him. It, what a good birthday for him. You know, like truly. Yeah, you know, Thursday night was a blast. Yep, that was the magnetic show mm-hmm. with uh, 
uh, who uh, who opened? Shiree. Shiree. She's been killing it, man. Dude, for I real. can't wait till she gets music out because she's mm-hmm. fire. I, I love mixing with her. We usually always end up, it's always her and I doing back-to-backs when we're at the um, the Will's house, house Will of, Squared. The House of Will's. The House of Will Williams. Um, she'll be mixing for like four hours, for like four hours straight, and I'll catch the last hour, and like we'll just back to back, and she plays her deep shit, and I'll play some weird shit, kind of trying to throw her off, but I know she'll like handle it because she's like mm-hmm. she's fire. Um, Yum Squared, they played, they killed it. I know they were playing a bunch of originals and 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 some Solace Family tracks. Um, I know they played that one Wiley track, which is so fire. Um, uh, I fuck with my energy. I think that's his track. You oh, can I fuck yeah, with my yeah. energy. <laughs> the <Direct> now. <laughs> that's no. so so fucking good. And um, he had some talk of being on this podcast here soon. So yeah, I was talking to yep. him. So Levi's been asking a bunch of times. Make that happen. And right. Wiley, I'd like to get both those guys or all three of those guys. Everyone, yeah, yeah, that would be super dope. Um, uh, who else? Uh, the yeah. master, master Akimbo. Lord Akimbo, I mean, Jesus Christ, his music is so, man, everyone else killed it with, with their originals and stuff, but, like, once Akimbo plays origin, one original, it's, like, the cleanest, crispest, most good, great-sounding tracks that, like, anyone has, honestly. It's, like, you could mm-hmm. tell a huge difference between who's playing and who wasn't, like, it was nuts. Well, I was, I was even talking to Ramsey there at the end of the night, and we were just, like... This is, he's like, this is a good closing set. You know, usually, like, it just depends on the night, but this is perfect for it. Yep. And just the way, the vibe he's setting, it's different. It's not all aggro shit. It's right, like, right. It's a vibe in here, and he's he's creating this different thing that is unique, you know, and that's, I don't know, that's what we all try to go for. Exactly. And he, he nailed it. Yeah, he did a great job, Magnetic honestly. Magnetic killed it that Magnetic night. was dope, I mean, too. Dude, so... I really, before you get into it, I just really want to, because I'm always curious about how people do their Ableton sets. Like, I have an idea on how to do it, and mm-hmm. I just did the way that I assumed you just do it, and you just, you know, get your your warp markers set and, yeah, you know, push play and hope for the best, honestly, is how I did it. But I just want to know, like, well, how he does it. I want to know how G. Jones does it. Yeah. And, like, you know, all these artists, like, what do they do to set things up? And, like, I get it's more more of, like, a probably more of a pre-planned set than mm-hmm. actually like on cdj's djing but i'm sure i know you can freestyle i know i've done it so i'm sure anyone else could obviously do it it just all depends on how you set it up I how believe. you set it up for sure you know i if if i set something up on that which i also want to do um i want to have it where i have that freedom you know maybe exactly. have some sections and i mean hey is sometimes i guess it it depends on the show but if you want to change it up, if you got to change things right. up, if it's not working with stuff, um, yeah, I want to have that freedom. Yeah, and just be to be able, able to, to. Yep. Fuck with it, chop it up. You know, you can do so much in Ableton. Mm-hmm. You got a controller, you can program it to be able to right. do the things you want to. I also spot. wonder if you could set it up to where, if you maybe push the your your hit your mark off by a beat or two, is there a way mm-hmm. to like nudge left and right to maybe get it in line? Or are you kind of just fucked? I'm sure there is. I know you can set it up to where, well, I mean, you could probably still screw it up, but you can set it up to really be on on count. Like, you know, it won't start till the next. That's very true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. 
I said, I, you know, when we first started doing this, I was talking to you about that EEPROM. Um, no, is the Mr. Bill template I got. I'll have to send that your way. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, um, I definitely want to fuck with it more. And he kind of developed it off what EEPROM was doing. But, yep. Saturday night, man, all the three of the acts uh, were Ableton sets. For which set, which show? So um, Skybar for High Five. Oh, oh, or not, uh, for High Five, not for High, high fives. fives. Yeah, I don't have my own show yet. Um, no, it was uh, Max Alexander who was really dope in the beginning. He was on turntables. Nice. Um, then Adam sang Signal Boost. Damn, who's that? It was uh, Derek Howard and Adam Langolf. Super impressed. That was a vibe. That no was, shit. Adam had a whole mini tour. Oh man, it was so cool. You're gonna you're gonna get to see them at the Bean Field. But Derek Howard, super cool dude. <laughs> First time I met him. What's their genre type? I just kind of like funky, like electro soul, okay. like travel house. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, one day. It, it was a good fit for the night with artifacts and focus. Focus for sure. Yeah, funk, 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 demon. Yeah, I take all from master. Yeah, dude. Uh, and, uh, but so Langoff used Ableton and uh, so did artifacts and main focus. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah true. Mac does. I didn't see how he was using. He's got a controller he wears on a wristband on his arm. Whoa! It kind of reminded me of like a Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> okay, yeah. It was sick though. I mean, it, I have some videos, and uh, there's gonna be a recap video coming out. Oh, okay. But um, it was if if people didn't go to that, they're gonna hear about that show and just how dope the hi-fi is. Yeah. And when we're gonna be doing that, and then after parties, right inside aside afterwards, it's gonna be gonna oh. be some good nights coming up. Damn. Yeah, I was man the non the no sleep team. I don't know if I could do that anymore, man. Like, Wiz, Wiz Khalifa and Juicy J are about that no sleep team, and I was always yeah. about that life, man. But it caught up to me this Dude, past Saturday. I can't think if I don't sleep. For I real. Just, my motivation's gone. Yes. I'm just struggling all the way around. Yes, I'm messing up at work sometimes. Like, yeah. just dumb mistakes, and, like, I fix it, and then it's just like, okay, sure, that one mistake was me, but then this other mistake was definitely not me because there's someone else doing it. And, like, I don't really want to... We don't have to really get too far into it, but, like, I'm one of the only people that do one of the jobs, like, the picking of the orders. Okay. But sometimes other people will help. And, like, in the beginning, I kind of messed up a bunch, just not, like, really paying attention. And, obviously, if you get the wrong item for that order, it kind of Fs things up, obviously. Yeah. And they got to send it back and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not trying to get fired, but I'm getting to the point now where it's, like, because I could, I used, you could manually um, put items in instead of having to scan each one. Instead of having to scan each one. Okay. I got, like, in trouble because I did, like, five or instead of six or something. Uh, so now I'm, like, beep, 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 every single one of them. And then my one of my bosses, my, like, one of my managers yesterday was, like, hey, like, just want to let you know there was an item that kind of got mixed up and one was supposed to be here instead of the other one, like, you know, just you need to make sure like you're doing these things. And I was like, hey, I just just want to let you know that I honestly don't think it was me because I don't even do the manual thing anymore. Like I'm not trying to be, you know, argumentative. I'm not trying to also lose my job, but mm -hmm. I don't want you to keep thinking it's me. Yeah. Yeah. You every time speak up on this. Thing. Yeah. Because it just getting to the point where it's like, OK, yeah, these mistakes happen. But it just seems like the people who are actually doing the packaging are like calling him over like hey jimmy there's this this item's missing uh, and then he comes to me Seth over there yeah it's like instead of just grabbing like only i think it's one chick who does it and then the other chick actually i've seen her go and grab the items but i think okay. this other chick calls jimmy over and is like this is missing an item and then jimmy has to stop what he's doing and then he's like yeah can you not do this so it doesn't you know mess up my time with what i gotta do which whatever i'm just like okay well 
I thought I, like I, if it gets to the point where like they're gonna like potentially fire me, which I don't. That's not happening. Like I don't think that's actually actually gonna be happening mm-hmm. um, at all. But I'm just gonna get to a point where it's like, are we not a team? Like, yeah. are they just snitching on me, just being like, I'm messing? Like, yeah, mistakes happen. You don't have robots automatically grabbing each thing. You don't have computers doing it where they're perfect. Like, after seven hours of constantly just going in circles and, you know, sweating my ass off while everyone else has a fan on them, and like, eventually I'm going to make a mistake. And it just kind of gets to, it's just super annoying. No, I mean, when I was uh, running the McDonald's, that's what I always try to teach my managers. Like, you know, mis- like a mistake of the mind, just a, a slip or an accident or something like that, those happen. Well, you got to be forgiving of those. Just coach it and teach them differently. When someone's, like, purposely fucking up with their heart, you know, like... Right. That's, like, they just don't care. That's something you can't fix. You can't make right. somebody care unless you give them some, some consequences. But I don't exactly. always, you know, I always like to pull people in the right direction instead of force them in the right, right. direction. It's like, I can understand if I'd had, like four or five mess ups in a row after being there for like a month and a half two months yeah i'm probably on month two there i can understand that like hey we need to talk but it's like once maybe twice a week i have a mistake and it's like yeah i don't want you to sit here and think i'm not trying like i'm actually trying at first i was like whatever this is easy i got it and i go into um autopilot and then that kind of fucks me up but now i'm like no i'm like double fucking triple checking and quadruple checking and and it's just like i'm not messing up and this time i'm not trying to get in trouble for this shit so i had to say something and you know you could tell like i've been talking to other co-workers about them because like he he at one point was like it's a little concerning how slow you're going with uh picking of the orders <laughs> excuse me um so i was wondering if you could you know you know just try and speed it up like you know, you're going kind of slow. And I'm like, okay, like, no big deal. He told me that one time. And then two two weeks ago, he told me again, like, hey, like, there's two pack, there's two two people who are doing the packaging and me doing all the picking. We have these carts. That's like one, two, four, three, four shelves. Okay. With three across. So there's 12 boxes. So I have 12 orders at a time. And you have the scan gun. You scan all the the orders in the in the in the order they should be of the boxes one through twelve, and you know I go as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not running around, so I ended up timing myself, and um, just to get the the scans all the orders into the scan gun with one error. Usually there's like three to four, maybe even five errors because if you go too sl- go, I think if it's like you scan it too fast, it might get messed up, and then. If you scan it too slow, it gets messed up. So it's kind of just like who it, at that point it's like whatever. So then yeah. I had one error. Still took two minutes for it to load all the way through to start the packing, and then it took me seven minutes. I timed myself because I was like, if he's really gonna like come at me for this, I'm gonna have proof that he's a dick. Yeah, it took me five. It took me a minute fifty five for it just to scan. And then it took me five minutes and 54 seconds to do a casual pace. I wasn't really going fast. I wasn't going slow. I did a casual pace. So a total of less than eight minutes to do one cart if I Mm -hmm. go at a decent speed without kind of fucking around, texting, because, like, they don't care if we use our phone. Um, And I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I was saying, like, "How how fast are you supposed to go with those carts? And she said, oh, well, they told us 11 to 15 minutes per cart. 
Yeah, well, that's why I was saying most most places, and I feel like it helps the employee to know like uh, order per hour target. Right, you right. Know, it's like okay, you're supposed to be able to do twenty hour, twenty orders an hour, whatever right. it is. You I know, I think I think he honestly said eleven. Eleven per hour. I think eleven per hour. Yeah. So I mean, I just yeah, ask those numbers, you know, or so, and tell them those numbers. That's uh, next time yeah. he says I'm going slow when it's one pa- one picker against two packaging people, and then that that second time I was going to say that second time when I timed myself, it was three packers, and he said it was concerning how slow I was going, and I need to be keeping up with the three people who are doing these orders. And sometimes, you know, sometimes an order is just one box. So all they have to do is put a sticker on it, and that one's done. Yeah. Put a sticker on it, that one's done. So if they have, sometimes when I do it, because I'm kind of lazy, I'll have like six one, one items on the bottom shelf, on the bottom two. Mm-hmm. So that's that right there. And I still have to go all the way around to these different aisles to get them all set up and perfect. So you're telling me if, like, I want to just be like, Next time he does this, I'm like, hey, man, like, I'm doing less than eight-minute carts. Yeah. So if you want me to go faster, impossible, unless you want me running through these aisles. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be running through these aisles, getting into people's way, knocking shit over, trying to go as fast as possible, because when I was doing that, I was messing up, yeah. and I had mistakes. Now I'm not trying to mess up anymore. No, for sure. So, like, for sure. so like how – I just want to be like, that isn't – it's not – it's impossible. Even my other coworkers were like, that's impossible. Like, you can't keep up with three people. So I just want to be like, yo, if if me and and James and Chris all go outside and we're gonna play a game of twenty or game of pickup on on, on play some basketball, but it's us three against you, there's zero chance you're gonna win. There's no chance you're gonna win because A, we're not gonna let you because it's three against one, and B, it's three against one. You're not gonna win. So yeah. the fact that like you're trying to make me like hurry up and stuff, and then like my coworker was like, Yeah, you probably kind of was like got in trouble from a higher up saying that we need to hurry up and stuff like that. But it's also like they're, they're in the front and they're air conditioning fanned. We're in the back over here, sweating in, in the warehouse doing the best that we can. And it's just like, dude, I'm not, don't sit here and act like I'm not trying my best when I am. Yeah. No. And everyone else is just sitting around putting stickers on a fucking bag. And I'm the only one picking, which is no big deal. I don't mind it. I'm walking around getting my steps in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. But it's just like, dude, you got to sweat. Dude, sweating the last two days like a motherfucker. Oh, I bet. Like bad. Like it's so it's so like it's so annoying. I got my I got my sweat clothes on today. I got my sh- I finally found my shorts. I, I need never to, wear shorts. You never do. I actually yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I got this nice little breathable under armor. I need on. to start getting some shit like that. I know we're moving to a different warehouse where there is gonna be air conditioning inside, but mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I love my job. It's actually way better than what I was doing before, so I can't yeah. complain. No, that's cool. It's just my my manager, but like he'll you know he'll kind of give me shit, and like you could tell maybe he kind of feels bad because he kind of stutters on his words and it's like doesn't want to say it, but mm-hmm. might have to. And then maybe he thinks like oh, this guy hates me, but as soon like as as soon as he's done, he walks away, and I need to tell him like, hey buddy, can you help me out real quick? Blah blah blah, and then I leave. I'm like, you guys have a great night. Like I'm just all super happy and just chill. Yeah. Like just showing him like I get, I hear you, and I don't, I don't hate you, but. Chill. For sure, for sure, like, yeah. Just chill, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, under understand everything before you come at me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. A- ask the information before you just tell me this is the problem. Right, like I'm doing something out. wrong. Yeah. It's like, sure, maybe at that time I was probably texting too much or 
looking at a video too long or something because I'm listening <laughs> to a podcast and I kind of yeah. look over. Fine, I get it. But if I'm doing eight, to, if I'm doing less than the time that you want it done, 11 to 15 minutes, I'm doing less than eight. Come on. Well, man, that's, you know, my problem with one of my problems with McDonald's is that good is never good enough. Oh, of it's, course. All, it's always faster, faster, faster. Right, it's like, right. If you get 150 cars through the drive through an hour, they're like, well, let's go for 180. Right. Let's, and then you get 180. Well, let's go for 200. And exactly. It's like, what? I mean, we'll do what we can, but damn. We were already kind of struggling with the 180. Yeah. Now you want us to do 200? Like, I mean, so, I mean, some some places can do that shit, and they have tons of people on the floor to do it. Though. Well, I mean, yeah, if the people who actually want to work, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, you they'll get, get the it right, done. Right people and the right teams assembled. But no, I did want to say more about uh, Saturday, though. Yes, um, man, the that outdoor the annex hi-fi annex looks so dope, dude. Uh, it's it's. I feel like it's an actual concert venue. Yeah, you know? okay. Uh, I felt like I was at, like, a big show I would have bought tickets to, like, right, right. a long time ago. And uh, it's all ages. There were a bunch of little kids out there. Um, real open space. They can pit, They sell up to 850 tickets. Mm. I think we had about between six and 700 there. It looked like a bunch of people from the video I saw. Yeah. And it's outdoors, so... Masks shouldn't be an issue, even though I think some people have made some comments. But They actually voted yesterday that we masks aren't mandatory anymore in Marion County. Yes. So that means Mousetrap don't really need them unless, you know, Mousetrap just wants it because it's a private business. But it's not necessary anymore. I'm good right now. Yeah, no, that's that's good to hear. I was sick of being... The mask police, even though... Inside, like, Jesus Christ. Most people were cool about it. And we have a pretty respectful scene. Um, I, I've noticed that at a different, uh, several of the other places. But, no, Saturday, man, it was, uh, it was a really good night because uh, both Artifacts and Manic Focus were down to chill with us afterwards. Yeah. So, I remember um, you saying that. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yes, yeah, so I had my Uber go pick them up and... Uh, we went to see Maddie MTB at Skybar. I was kind of late to her set, but uh, we walked in there. Man, I've never seen the place going off like that. Really, dude? Uh. Like, <laughs> we got that on on Shit. the record. Shit. Uh, but uh, that's Still gonna be a new soundbite, actually. <laughs> Just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was dope. She had people running up there. Well. One person ran up there, gave her twenty bucks, and yeah, wow. But uh, they, uh, John from Manic Focus mentioned a back to back with her, and uh, but they were drinking and they were like, you know what? It's better we don't get up there. Yeah, kind of ruin the night we've had. Understandable. I, I mean, they killed it. They were both super cool dudes, super talented. I yeah, really enjoyed the whole night, and uh, I, I actually um. <clears throat> One of my first shows, I actually opened up for Manic Focus. Oh, nice. Back in uh, the Lafayette days. Oh, okay. Yeah, back it was a 308 on State, one of the newer bars at the time. And, I mean, it's not new anymore. It's one of the bigger clubs there. And uh, we played in the upstairs. It was pretty dope. Well, yeah, he's kind of grown through our scene. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not our scene, but, you know. Electronic. We've, we've seen him grow, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, he... Started off playing with collage, and um, then 
you know, collage kind of started doing a different vibe more so, you know, with the experimental bass and all. Right, right. And, um, and he's working with Ramsey now on these Mojo shows, and they've just, he's been getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. And I always see him. On, every time I see him on like a like a bigger festival lineup, I'm like, "Good for you, dog!" I remember yeah. you fucking played for a hundred people at Lafayette, and like, and then just soon after that, it was like bigger and bigger shows, bigger festivals, his own shit, and like in Chicago, like like you know, uh, headlining shit. Like, yeah, I was like, "God, good for him, man!" Yeah, really good for him. So deserving of it. Yeah, man. he's good as fuck, and I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of. <coughs> Of the like the funk music, that's not like my first genre to go yeah. to to listen to. But there's some guys in there that really get me into it, and he's one of them. Yeah, he he's not from Denver, but that's where he's li- living now, I think. Okay, and uh, he's definitely got that Denver kind of Colorado sound. You yeah, know yeah. Uh, at least what I perceive it to be. It could be completely different than what. It yeah, is I was gonna there. say. I when I think of Denver, I think of like super deep experimental. Loves. Yeah, I guess it, honestly, there's all that stuff there. But there's really. everything there. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. This like that's just the most of every time I find an artist like that that I fuck with like mm-hmm. heavy is like, oh shit, another Denver guy. God damn it, dude. Yeah. I want to get out there and just see all these dudes fucking throw down. I'm sure their scene is fucking wild. For real, but you know what? We we're, we're going to make indie like that. Oh, indie, every artist that comes through want to come back. They're like, "We need to come back. Like you guys are the shit." And everyone just loves indie. How many of our friends have dope tunes? I mean, Almost so all yeah, of them, everyone, so many of them, and it's just it's getting to that point where people, are, you know, we're pushing each other. Yeah, we see each other doing this stuff, and it's so cool that everyone's willing to help each other out too. Oh yeah, you know, like I, I mentioned some stuff to Weewa and Akimbo, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, come over." We like. We got you. We'll help you out. I sent him some of those tracks I was working on. He gave me some good feedback. And Dope. You know, we're not in competition. We're all like, no. We all want to see each other get it. Yeah, everyone's helping everyone. It's great. Like I, um, um, I was gonna kind of see if she wanted to hop on a collab, because um, I haven't heard, at least that I know of, I haven't noticed anyone play any of her tracks. Uh, Fenix, Jay Alexander's oh, girlfriend, McKay Alexander. McKay Alexander. Who's Jay Alexander? Oh, that's my friend. Yeah, my f- fake Facebook name. I think Forrest showed me one of her tracks, and yeah. it was really good. Dope, some dope heavy really dub shit, good. like rhythm type shit. And I played mm-hmm. one of her tracks at the, um, not Smokeland, Pleasure. Okay. It's like, uh, rip your soul out. It's like, rip your soul out. Sure, sure, sure. I was like, God damn, this shit is so heavy. I was listening to it, like, nonstop for that week, and, like, I left a comment. I was like, "Oh, I just played this. I played this in my most recent set. Like, shit bangs." And she's like, "And then I saw her at the um, magnetic sh- magnetic show. I was like, "Hey, like, okay. that song is fire." And like, keep going. She's like, "Thank you so much. Like, I can't believe someone's playing." Like, she was so excited. Like, she's like, "I can't believe people. Someone's playing my tracks. Like, I appreciate you so much. I got a new song coming out next week. Like, da 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 da. Like, just like, like talking so fast. And I was like, I mean, it's good music. Like, I play what I like." Yeah, and if it's good, it's to me. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna make it work in the set. I'll play whatever the fuck I want, like from house to trap to rhythm to whatever the fuck. For I sure. like it all. I, you know, as much as I try to show love to the indie scene, I'm not gonna just do it just because they're part of the indie scene. Oh no, definitely at not. all. It I, has to be something I fuck with. Yeah, but if it is something I fuck with, I definitely want it in there because yeah, you know, it's 
it's about getting each other out there. Yeah. I mean, we all, we're all part of this and we're all helping it grow. Right. Um, you know, you mentioned McKay, McKay Alexander. That's another talented. Oh, he's fire as fuck. Guy. I remember when I first moved out here, I was like, damn, who's this guy? Cause I feel like I knew everyone on the lineup on Wednesday. Yeah. And I was like, I never heard this guy before. And he just came out fucking swinging. And he was like, mm-hmm. here's one of my new tracks with, uh, I forgot who it was at the time, but. He's like, here's one, here's one of my new tracks with blah, blah, blah. And I, and I was like, damn, this shit's hard. Like, God damn, dude, I need to step my shit up. Like, lately, I just don't like any of the music I've been making. And it's kind of sad. And it's really making me depressed. I'm not going to lie. Oh, and man, you, that track you brought over the other night, when you got your laptop back. Laptop's you know, back. You know, I just I just think that you showed me a heater the other I'm night. Re, it's rewarming up. You know what I'm saying? Just getting, like, the flow back and stuff. But, like, I heard this one comment from someone in the scene was kind of like talking shit about me and we could talk about it later um I, I, let's talk about it now i mean I, I, we're gonna talk about it i'm not gonna say who it is oh yeah no i, I um, it was actually tail no <laughs> <laughs> it was wee no i'm just kidding um uh but they were just like yeah you know like kind of talking shit about amanda and then kind of said something about my music and saying it's not it's some of the some of not the greatest in the indie scene, and uh, I'm not going to go anywhere with my music. Oh well, that's. And I was just like, wow, and it's and it was just like that's kind of. Does this person have any right to say anything like that? Do they have any? Well, they're not an artist. They're not in any way. There's oh. a, they're just a fan. So they don't know shit about shit. <laughs> so they don't know shit about shit, and but at, I mean, well, it's I, someone. I, it's someone that. We both know, obviously, because they're in the scene, and it's someone that we honestly would think they would know a lot about it. And it's like, why would you, you know, push my music or at least tell me that, oh, this song's fire if I show them and blah, blah, blah. Like, just say you don't like it. I don't need you to say this song is fire if it's not fire to you. If you don't like the music, I understand. I don't make typical music that's made for everyone's ears. I get it. Well, you know, and I said, I, I said they don't know shit about shit because they aren't ours. You, you can know a lot about of that course. just because you get, you know, your taste and everything. But you're not making music for everybody. Exactly. You're making music for people that fuck with your music. Right. You know, you're it's making a, it your art. And it's like a niche kind of thing. Like, yeah, not everyone is going to like, you know, Getter. Not everyone's gonna like Cascade. Not everyone's gonna like Dead Mouse, dude. Yet they still have their own lane. You know what I'm saying? Like not everyone's Seriously. gonna like Bleep Bloop. Well, you know what I'm saying? He's probably one of the weirder dudes out there making some awesome weird shit. Yeah, and still has his own lane. It's still doing his thing. It's like Eprom. Not everyone likes Eprom, which is crazy to me. I'm not a Lady Gaga fan. Exactly. You know, and I just I bring her up because I saw something the other day that when she was in high school or just out of high school, the girls in her school actually made a Facebook group. I don't know her actual name, but it was her name will never be famous. And that was the group. And God, now she's like the literally one of the biggest artists in the world. I I mean, I, I hope she's been able to see some of them face to face afterwards. Oh, I'm sure they were like, Holy shit. We love your music. They probably actually really enjoy her music because Oh yeah, a lot of women love Lady Gaga. Yeah, and like I actually enjoy some Gaga. I don't like all of her songs, but I do like some of her tracks. Yeah, I mean, you know what? She's good. I don't. I don't jam. T- well, 
I guess I have been jamming to it riding around with Maddie. Yeah, right. <laughs> she she likes it, but uh, a red one. That was my <laughs> shit when it came out. But she's good. It's just she's a great, different yeah. lane. Yeah, it's different a, lane. Yeah, and it's like I get it. If you don't like my shit, I totally get it. You know, at that point, if you don't like my, if you don't like the song, just be like, hey, that snare kind of hurt my ear, and you know that that drop could have been a little bit louder. Just give me some feedback, and like we could go from there. Or just fuck it. If it if it's not to their taste, then leave it alone. Like this isn't my vibe, but I could see where it's going. That's more of a compliment than saying I'm not going to go anywhere with my music, but it's like, so what are you saying about everyone else then at this point? You know what I'm saying? What are they saying about you? What are they saying about Akimbo? What are they saying about Weewa and like all this shit? It's like, do you just hate everyone then? Like, are you just talking about shit about everybody? It's kind of an arrogant comment on there and to say that only their, what they approve of and what they fuck with is going to do anything. Right. Like, my musical taste is the world's taste. Right. And if I don't like it, then no one's going to like it. Yeah, you know what? Do what? you want to know who it is? I'm not going to say on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Or I might have to cut that out. I don't know if it went through, but... Yeah. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Yeah. But uh, I got to... Uh, hold on. Let me set a... But, uh... You said it again. Too. I know it's, it's in the area, so I'll find <laughs> it. I put a marker, but yeah, um, it kind of just it kind of hurt my feelings and kind of threw me in this loop because it's like, it's just like, damn, I didn't really think that person would really say something about yeah. it. And it could be maybe they were fucked up and they were just like, oh, you know what? I but mean, that's a comment that's kind of like that's weird. Yeah, I, you know, I I can say though, in my past, I mean. Even recent past, I've said shit that afterwards, I'm like, yeah, I really don't feel that way. Right. You know, I was just, I was just talking, and I got kind of on a rant it, here, yeah. and then it's like, but when I really think about it, I don't, I don't even mean that. Right. You know, and I got to watch myself on things like that. But um, I don't know. It, it just being another artist and knowing what we pour into this, regardless. I mean, the tracks that I've spent days working on months that nobody's heard right you know because right. i already feel that way about them right you know it's just like oh this is trash right even though i loved it and then when i show somebody it you know i, I might show one person like eh, it's all right and then somebody else is like release this now release now yeah that, why <laughs> is this not out you're right like, you're like well uh, maybe i want to try to get on a label and if not i'll then i'll release it like that's but, the way to go nowadays is like getting it on you know, some kind of label or some kind of, you know, smaller label. Like, obviously, we thrive to, you know, be on, like, a Wakan or something or Dead Beats, and, you know, it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. to get on there because they have their starting five. I know there's not just five, but, like, you know, they're starters that they are releasing nonstop, which is, like, we get it. They are they already have a platform, the bigger guys that, that they're releasing with. So, like, let's try and give these other smaller guys some you know, some, some shine and I get, it takes some time and obviously you need to get a little bit of notoriety and in the scene with doing these smaller labels. And then they're like, Oh shit, he's been doing this shit here for like a year. You know, let's fucking get a track from him and really help him out. I get it. I get it. That's how it works. Well, you know, it's funny that we talk about that and you sent me that thing on Instagram today. Um, and I, I don't even know what kind of music that is. It's like, so bubblegum cheesy like that was that was like some asian edm Mm -hmm. and what i heard in the parking lot of kroger the other day was i seriously thought it was like a kid's show playing right 
and it was just like this banging like house beat with these stupid sounding synths. Yeah. And it was like uno dos tres right, right, right. It's like I go to drop my card off. I'm like, there's got to be a little kid in the back of this. Of course. And no, no, is this dude just jamming to jamming it. to some? And I think I we think we listen to weird shit. Yeah. Some and, people listen to some weird shit. And that completely wasn't my thing. Right. But it was his thing. That's his thing. I, and, you know, he was proudly bumping that in the Kroger parking lot. Jeez. I wouldn't even want to ride in the car with the windows down. <laughs> right. And uh, Did he have a subwoofer, too, blasting? No. They like no. to do that, too, in Chicago. It might have helped it. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's the thing. Like, to have such a little mind to think that, our bubble is what the world thinks. Right. They, we have the entire world we can reach out there with any of our art and anybody's art, whether, whether it's this podcast, whether it's painting, writing, anything like that. There's somebody that's going to fuck with it out there. Exactly. Somebody. Exactly. And, you know, I've heard stuff that I thought was complete trash years ago, and I listened to it again, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of respect. It's actually pretty cool or something. I just respect the different angle in it. At least, right. you know, the difference. And uh, especially now, like, what I feel dubstep, like, heavy dubstep's become. Yeah. Is just trying to repeat what el- what everyone else's success was and yep. just do that again and again. Right. You know, make some original shit. Yeah. Do something different. And, you know, if somebody isn't on the on the front of things like we hope to be and like we're trying to be. Right. And let them stay in let them stay in the past you know right them, exactly there's people still you know our age that are still only listening to the same albums that came out when they were a senior in high school exactly you know just still playing some old shit it's like i love going back and listening to like old fallout boy or something like or some seosin or some shit and yeah or some attila and that's fine but you still have developed you still have grown and got and other listening. things in yep. your whole arsenal and uh that's not your whole world of music. Right. Yeah. Speaking know. of Attila real quick, they're coming oh, to the yeah. Emerson. I, dude, I've never listened to Attila, but I'd be down to go. I'm going. So if you want to go, I'm going. I think it's in July or September. I can't remember when it was, but I mean, I've never been to the Emerson and I haven't seen Attila yet. And I've been a fan since freshman year Damn. so i mean i've been listening to them almost nonstop since freshman year the more you say the name the more i feel like i've listened to it a lot um now that my phone's connected to the roadcaster i could play a quick one can we i got it okay we'll take a quick break yeah we took a little break um but back back to attila and emerson yeah um i definitely want to go i haven't seen them in a in ever like I was saying, um, let's see if people don't know who Attila is. I haven't been to the Emerson since I was like nineteen. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually uh, the bands I was playing in when I was younger, like fifteen, sixteen, we played at the Emerson a few times. Okay, it was uh, it was cool for being that age, but in uh, hindsight, I realized it was a it was a dump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was. I, it fit the kind of music we were making in that whole... Like, oh, of course. Yeah. I That's mean, that vibe. So if people don't know who Attila is, I'm going to play a little 
Clippy Poo. Because we can now. This whole fucking time. Heavy. Yeah. It's basically house music. Yeah, it's pretty much like your good classic house music. With with a <clears throat> acoustic guitar in it. Yep. Some good old guitar and the leader, the 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 front man, Franz. Did you know he was on MTV's Made to be a model? Really? Back in the day, I remember just seeing it random. I remember watching the episode because I just always watched MTV when I was younger. Yeah. And he was on there. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then maybe like a year or two later, my buddy was like, you should listen to this album. And it was like one of their first albums. Um, oh, God. Soundtrack to a Party, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> okay. Yep, Soundtrack to a Party. <clears throat> And then I remember looking into it more and I was like, holy crap, that's the dude from Made. I can't believe because he talks about it in there, like how he wants to be a model and stuff. But his band comes first. And I don't think they mentioned the name. I don't remember them mentioning the name at all in the episode. And like there's this one point where he has like a casting call and he's like, I can't. He's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. They're like, you have to make it or you're not going to become a model. And he was like, all right. And he never showed up to the casting call to play a show for Attila. I was like, that's what that's how you fucking do it. Made isn't that the one? Like I think, I think that's the show where they like some guy was like, "I want to be Marilyn Manson." Probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they, they had some weirder things in there that was like, I don't know how they're gonna get this done. Yeah, but he he did that. He has a successful band, a nice uh, clothing line. He's super rich from that, and now recently, within the past year, he started an OnlyFans. And he's just banging tatted Ooh. chicks on there. So now everyone's seen his dick. Right. <laughs> this dude is so wild. Man. It just blows <laughs> my mind how wild he is. But just Damn. so dope how successful he he became. Like, like has he's in a, he's in a metalcore band and he has a mansion in Florida, a Tesla, a G wagon. Like, there's probably dudes like still in bands that are probably barely making rent. Oh, there's definitely there's yeah, you're right. There, I mean, starving artists, dude, is, uh, for real, is a term for a reason, right? So, um, just shout out to Franz if you ever want to come on the podcast, that'd be great. That'd be yeah. a dream. We'll be at the show. We'll, we'll definitely we'll be talk, at the show. We'll talk to you about it. Yeah, we'll see what's good if you want to. We'll bring the roadcaster, and if you just want to do a quick interview, I'm a big fan. So fuck it, let's go. I'll, I'll jump in the pit if that makes you want to be on the pod. Yeah, don't. Don't ask me, at least, to be in any of your media you're creating. I mean, if you need, you know, backup <laughs> in a video, I guess I could help in some way. Yeah. He's he's limited in the ways he could help. Yeah. Just, uh, anyway. Just don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I mean. Dude, I so I was, uh, I just got, I used to love Rob Zombie. Okay. I, mean, I still do. I just don't listen to it. So anymore. does my mom. She actually met him in Vegas, got a picture. Really? Yeah. Dude, I would love to meet Rob Zombie. Oh, just, yeah. Um, I just love that whole horror aspect. And that's, yeah, that's your show. The horror aspect. And I always thought, like, figure to me is like the Rob Zombie of EDM. Oh, 100%. And uh, it, it, it'd be something dope to see those two do something together. Yeah. I mean, have like Rob Zombie do all the visuals and he just. I'm sure they figure. know of each other. They have to. Yeah. Um, I mean, figure has to know who Rob Zombie is. Oh, I know that much. Yeah, I, at least. And I'm sure, I'm sure vice versa, yeah. honestly. Uh, 
but I don't know. I mean, figures doing the soundtracks for the haunted houses down in Universal. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, he does all the. Um, wow, he, he says it's a little different. He because how do you get that job? Well, so he I don't know, but I know he uh, had many interactions with Universal because of his songs he made uh, using clips and yep. stuff from uh, movies and shit. Yeah, Universal yep. movies. Yep. Um, so I don't I know that all ended in a decent way, but with him working, he's like, you know what? If you just give me a job, I'll make some yeah. music for you, fucking guys. Come on. But uh, and you know, I just. I showed Maddie House of a Thousand Corpses for the first time the other night. Have you seen uh, that? No. Dude, it's... I don't think I have. You got to watch it. It's it, it's such a cool film. Like, the way it's all put together, okay. you really should watch it. It's the way almost, it's shot and stuff? Yeah, just the whole way the story happens, and then there's just one point where it just fucking changes, and it's just like a, you know you're on the end of it. It's cool. Okay. Um, people may feel differently about it, but is it is that just like it's movie a movie on its own, or is that like a one or two from something? Isn't it? Well, it's there's movies. I don't know if it's like if they're a sequel or if it's a trilogy, but um, I think I'm thinking of this, 28 Days Later. Those ones, yeah, those That's are zombie movies. But this, um, The Devil's Rejects. Yep, that, I actually that. I really love that movie. It's okay. one of my favorites, actually. So that's, that's what it came off of. Those people in it are the killers in House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's what I'm thinking then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it is a continuation of it, but it's very different. Okay. So, I, I mean, I've, I've loved all Rob Zombie's movies he's done, honestly. Um, the Halloween remake, all that shit. Dope. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to check it out then. I'll yeah. take your recommendation. Um, Would you see, pull Thursday, up here? Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I figured we could get in, you know, I like to bring my topics in. So I got a bunch of random ones we could go through. So here we go with uh, High Fives uh, Topics for the Week. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Topics Week with Mr. Fives. Let me turn this down a little bit. There we go. So um, we talked about last week that uh, Getter has the new EP coming out, or already out, <clears throat> some uh, Creature EP. He's actually going on a tour, probably for that EP. Uh, sadly, not coming to the area. I was actually very upset about that. What? Yeah. Where is he coming close? Not even. I was like, maybe Chicago. Road trip. 11-18, 11-19 to be announced. Maybe that's right. a mousetrap set. I don't know. I mean, hit him up. Hit up Rams. Give him a call right now. Be like, hey, yeah, I got him on speed dial. Let's fucking hit him up real quick. Um, And then um, I think it's already out, but San Holo's debut album. I guess it's been three years since his first one came out, which I it did has not. It been a second, yeah. I did not know that. Um, so that's kind of wild that it took him this long, but I mean, the music that he makes, take your time, Bubba, take your time. Same with like Porter. I mean, that took him a, a while to get that nurture out and honestly work of art. And if you haven't seen his video, um, listener, uh, if you haven't seen his video on YouTube, uh, for the secret sky set for his 
his new his, his newest Secret Sky set. Probably one of the craziest, like, craziest sets I've ever seen an artist do. Like, visually, it's everyone needs to step it up because Flume, G. Jones, uh, Porter Robinson are really doing some next-level 4D, like, not just one screen type of shit, like, I sets. Saw, I saw that promo video he was doing of... Uh where he's got the L- two LED screens. Yes. The one he's, on the ground yeah, and the one up top. On. Yeah, it was, it is pretty cool. That's, That's I, I, dude, I want to mess with the LED screens so bad. They're yeah, that would be definitely so not cheap. Dude, somebody, somebody thought we were, we bought an LED screen for the mousetrap. Really? Yeah. Because of the projectors? Yeah, they're like, hey, I heard you guys got an LED screen. No, but I'll take that. No, but I mean, I guess technically there's some LEDs being used. Yeah. Um, no, and San Holo's coming. I don't know the exact date, but I know he's coming to Indy. Okay, well, shit. Um, let's see. Yeah, his new debut album comes out. Debut album, album one? Is that what he's calling it? Album one, yeah. And the Dutch artist has not only no, managed. since his debut album. album oh, one. thank you. I can't read. It wouldn't make sense to call a second album album one. I thought it was kind of clever. Like, okay, I see you. <laughs> um, oh, it's, yeah. Uh, the Dutch artist has not only managed to hone in his core sound, but expanded exponentially. It's BBUOK. Oh, sophomore album BBUOK is officially out. 20 tracks? Holy moly. Dude, nobody, re- at least in our stuff, like, doesn't release 20 tracks not on an like album. an album like I that. mean i think liquid stranger did have something like that i could see that some like, of his older shit there was a a release he did with a bunch of shit on it but yeah 20 songs is yeah, that's wild lot. it says um he's been working collabs with people weezer chet porter miha and mr carmack wow i can't wait to hear the mr carmack one miha Mia's dope. That's what I call Mia sometimes. <laughs> Mia, that little whore. My cats are so confused. They have, they all have like twenty names. Right. They're just like, uh, bring, pull, put food out. Vlad. We've just exchanged every letter in the alphabet with uh, the V. So it's <laughs> Vlad, Vlad, Glad, <laughs> Slad, Clad. Yeah. He responds to all of them. That's so funny. Um, uh, <laughs> fucking. Um, I also saw this here. Um, people were voting for Tomorrowland's like anthems, like the top Tomorrowland one thousand tracks, and Avicii won for the second year in a row um, with uh, levels. Hmm. So I was like, okay, fuck yeah. I'm not gonna lie. When Avicii passed away, I was on my way to work when I was living in Oregon. And I shed a few tears. What do you think about the whole? Uh, I, I don't want to get in all the conspiracy shit, but have you heard that about him putting? They said that music video he put out was kind of uh, trying to expose pedophilia, and that's why he was he was not. Uh, he what did he kill himself? Is that what the? I think what happened. He, I think. Oh shit! I can't remember, but I think I don't it think was. It was. I don't think i ever officially heard but i think it was suicide um yeah self-inflicted wounds but i heard that ultimately suicide yeah 
you know, twenty eight. TikTok is a world of misinformation. Oh, of course, but definitely send me those TikToks about that because I want to know. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't. I, I've never watched his music videos. I've just listened to tracks, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just chill out over there, Lola. Fucking scraping of the pillow. You better not sit your booty on that pillow. Can you pull that pillow from under her? Yeah. Get some pink eye. Yeah, that's not <laughs> what I need. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I thought that was dope because I fuck with Avicii, and he's a legend in his own oh, regard. For sure. <clears throat> yeah, I was. Uh, I remember when, when he passed, Laidback Luke did a thing about him, and um, he was actually... Before he was anything, he was sending tracks to Laidback Luke's like feedback sessions. Oh shit! And, uh, he he saw him kind of grow up with all that shit and was hearing his rough drafts of shit. Right when he was when he was nothing and learning everything. So That's super dope. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, let's see. Laidback, it's not the music I fuck with usually. Right, but I'd love to see him. I'd love to meet him. He seems like a mm-hmm. super cool. Super cool guy, super knowledgeable. Oh yeah, very technically good DJ. Very great DJ. I'd love to see him live. Yeah, I haven't yet. I haven't had the chance to. Like, I've never had been at a festival where he was there. Or yeah. maybe, honestly, that's not really about it. a journey we need to make to Amsterdam. Oh but, yeah, dude, the level of DJing there is top notch. Yeah, I'm always thinking like, should we just move to Europe? Because like, I'm sure it's a little bit harder to get into that scene. But like, if you get in there, you're your goal i mean we'll have some competition for sure we're better off trying to make a name here and then bring our name over there over there and everybody be like what the fuck are these guys famous for right right (laughs) instead of just yeah i mean i'd be down to do that as long as we're already getting started yeah yeah but no that's okay daft punk Daft Punk shit here. Daft Punk's discovery era will soon be rediscovered in a book coming in 2021 hmm Daft Punk's discovery, the future unfurled. You know, you mentioned Dead Mouse earlier, and I, I know he's coming to Indy. You saw that? No, I didn't. Yeah, tickets went on sale today. I saw about fifty dollars. I saw. But, I actually saw him at what did they call it? like Winter Wonderland or something in South Texas <clears throat> with my friend Victoria, and it like ended up raining and shit. So we kind of saw a little bit of it, like. At the time, I wasn't into the music, but when I look back at it, like, I kind of was like, okay, this is really cool, but, like, this isn't me. And it was cold, and it started raining, so we left a little bit, like, maybe 20 minutes before his set ended. But when I think about it, like, think back at it, I'm like, man, those, like, the kicks were so good. The synths were so good. Like, everything was just so clean. And it's like, you could just tell when someone's a top-notch producer, like, how clean their songs sound. And actually, a speaker caught on fire in the rain at that <laughs> set. Like, we left, and on Twitter, it was just like, holy crap, the speaker's on fire in the rain. <laughs> like, what? Dude, he's like, you know, uh, like, if I was a big game hunter, the game that always gets away, like, my my white rhino. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually... Too soon. Oh, it is too soon. Damn. Yeah, I just saw that recently. I was not hunting white rhinos, right. guys. I'm not even a big game hunter. Right, I don't think I've, you've ever hunted. I've, no, I've never hunted. <laughs> yeah. I've eaten venison that somebody else killed. That's about as yeah. bad as I've done. But anyways, uh, <laughs> no, he was at, there was a show in Bloomington he was playing, and it got rained out, moved to the Bluebird. Oh. And we we knew one of the promoters for it, and 
we got the word and we're like over there like first in line and the bluebirds a bar you got to be right. 21 and one of the kids i was with or the guys i was with was uh only 19 so uh, we did one of these like show the id slip it behind the back kind of deals and he showed the id and he got in maybe like 10 feet in then another security guard grabbed him and it's like nah bro you gotta go damn and so it was uh it was like castlevania feed me and dead mouse oh shit it would have been sick i saw a few tracks from uh lake castlevania and then I felt bad because my buddy was out there. I should have made him. I, I should have been an asshole that night and just said, "Here's my keys. Do it. Here's here's fifty bucks. Do whatever the hell you want out here." Yeah, we're seeing Dead Mouse. Right. He played like a four hour set and super intimate. Um, Jesus, that'd be I, so cool. Yeah, this one was like the one we went to was like an out. Obviously, it rained out. It was outside. Yeah. Then EDC. I went there and it rained, and I was still. I was like soaked to the bone. Still gonna see him, but Ubers were like eighty to a hundred dollars to get back to our place. The peak times there, Damn. and my whole group was away from me, and they're calling me like, "Hey, come meet up." So I went out there. Whores. I got to the spot, and they're like, "Oh, we already had to go." They were all sick of waiting. Like, well, who's gonna fucking help me pay for the Uber? Damn it! <laughs> Honestly, uh, I would have went went home swinging. Yeah, Forrest is a little pissed off. <laughs> me and him. <laughs> Me and him caught a Uber home. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know if there's any difference. This is my chance. Right. It's, on, be, a, it's on a Thursday, so I... That low-key sucks because of work, but I'd be down to go, honestly. Yeah. I, I already talked to Matt. I'm like, hey, this night I might be unavailable. I might have to check out some mouse. I mean, honestly, I don't even listen to him a lot anymore. I used to listen to him... Um, but still, just he's a G, dude. Like, yeah, and he, oh yeah, he knows so much about what's going on. He's done so much. Everything is so crisp and clean in it. He just understands that shit to a T. Yep. And all we, I, I don't think he's bringing the cube. I That's wanna fine. See, yeah, I want to see a cube show. Though. Oh, like, totally. But like, I get it. Yeah, it just. I mean, that's an act that doesn't come through here right. very often. Right. That's why I just like, all right, it's got to see him, especially in here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, I think um, I think we hit that marker. Yeah, we need to really figure out some way to outro the show without just being like, okay, <laughs> we'll start having an outro segment. Yeah, you know, the topic like, thing is, I like the topics thing, but I, I probably need to figure out a way to like, work it into an ending. Yeah. Well, um. Maybe I'll start writing some scripts. Better with it. Maybe talk about what we're going to have for dinner or something like that. Yeah. You know, something really mundane and boring. So people are like, ah, they're done. Yeah, they're done with this shit. Yeah. But, hey, anti-serum is going to be here Thursday. Yes, this Thursday. So tomorrow. Yes. <clears throat> this comes out Wednesday. So Yo, tomorrow. Yeah. Correct. At the and, mousetrap. Yeah. When Downlink is going to be the next chance you get to go to the hi-fi. And don't miss it. Don't. Yeah. I need hey, to go to that one. Yeah. Hey, any of these hi-fi shows, you're definitely missing out. If yeah. You don't go. Um, yeah. Uh, Jansen, Blunts and Blondes. Yes. Um, Beanfield in two weeks. Uh, dude, the Beanfield is going to be such a vibe. It's, it, I'm so excited because it's just 
all of the homies hanging out. Such homies. All the good local acts. Yes. And I'm not saying the ones that aren't on it aren't good. Right. I'm saying we did the best to get exactly. a great local lineup. Um, but go out there. and I mean, if, if you guys really support the scene, you'll be at this. Yeah, this for is real. the scene. Yeah. Um, and everybody's going to be there. It's in whether you're playing or not, or know someone's playing or just wanting to come hang out. Bring some camping gear. Yeah. It's stay. Definitely stay. It's going to be a vibe for sure. It's going to be a way to kick off the summer. For um, real. And I'm super excited for it and just super excited to get it. I mean, it's going to be like a festival where everybody's our friend. Right, exactly. Like everybody, we, we don't have to worry about like being weird around the artists. Like we're all homies. I mean, yeah, we every, every it's just going to be your whole crew of I think there'll be 300 people there. Right. It will sell out. Yeah. And um, it's like everyone you hang out with on a on a weekly weekend or weekly basis and then other other people that you don't hang out with on a weekly basis but you you keep in contact with and stuff. Now is your chance to really hang out with everyone. So, yeah. No, I, I'm super excited. That's all ages, too. So oh. if you guys have kids yeah. out there. If you yeah. want to bring your kids, bring your kids. Yeah. Bring your wife. Yeah. Bring your girlfriend and your wife. Yeah, bring them all. Bring the mistress. <laughs> Can you bring dogs? Probably not. Uh, that kind of seems like too much. You, uh, Unless, uh, We're not officially saying you can. Right. The people who could bring their dog. You know what? Just don't bring your dog. I'm just going to say that. Don't bring. No one wants to be drunk and have to worry about a pile of shit that's a good point because no one's gonna pick up the dog shit i mean if if somebody does i hope they're respectful with it it's probably not a good place to bring a dog exactly you know some people are bringing the festival dogs around yeah i mean not the smartest thing to do because their ears but hey yeah they're probably i mean once they go deaf then they're then they're festival dogs exactly right so it works out perfect for you guys so we appreciate every single one of you listening Yep. We're seeing the downloads and it's great. We you hope know. Teo makes it back. Yeah, we forgot to call him. Oh, we let's try real quick. Let's just try real let's quick. Just try real yeah, quick. this is the ender. We're Hold gonna... on, guys. We're gonna call Teo in Hawaii. <clears throat> let's um, see if this man What is it? One nine nine hundred one eight seven eight ninety nine thousand. Turn it up. Come on, bud. <clears throat> what time is it? That's the why. That's the Wii Sports. I don't know what time it is. What time is it in Hawaii? I don't know what time it is here. Well, that's proof right there. Good voice messaging. System. Tail hates us. Hold up. Oh, I was going to leave a message, but that's okay. We don't need to leave a message. I was say, we could call him back. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just enjoying really... Hawaii. Let him enjoy Hawaii. Yeah, we'll, that's true. We'll harass him. We'll, you know, we'll harass him again. Maybe we'll try to do this again before he gets back. Yeah, just do a quick little five-minute pod. Yeah, put it in. We'll just put it on Instagram or something. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you guys so much. We really, really do appreciate you guys. Yes, thank you. Tuning in and just listening to us babble about bullshit yeah we love we love love doing it and we love that you love it too so yeah if you guys if you guys do listen to this and um know who we are we're out all the time come up say something if we don't know you i mean yeah we'd like to hear it we just uh 
So let us know what you like about it. Hey, shit, maybe you'd listen and hate it. Yeah, maybe you just want to be on it, and maybe we can make that happen. You could probably figure it out. So we appreciate you. Make a a phone call to you. Right, exactly. We could get some callers in here one of these days. So, you know, just think about it. But, yeah, we love you. We'll see you next week. Yep, later. Peace. Peace.